Blog Talk Radio. Thinking about the world, looking at the nation. Suicide, genocide, homicide. Three words come to mind. Times are changing. No more rumors, there are wars going on. Twisted doctors, scientists making clones. Economy got some backs against the wall. People dying for no reason at all. People of God don't even read their Bibles. There's no faith, no trust in the word. But everybody seems to be quoting scripture. It's just another word they heard Pastors leaving pulpits cause they're tired It's all based on how we feel Overheard two people speaking the other day One said that God's not real But I'm just one of them more people Who's got a hold on Sometimes I can't see But I still believe Taking care of me. Oh, I'm just one of them old people. God got a hold on. And I believe, I believe, yeah. I believe, I believe, yeah. So I'll choose to look on the brighter side in spite of all the negativity I'm surrounded by. No, it ain't perfect, but that's alright Cause his hand is on me and it's keeping me alive So many disappointments So much I don't understand So much I don't have answers for That's what makes me trust you more In a world that's always changing Everything's rearranging But no matter what's going on I'ma be standing I'ma be holding on Your truth, their truth, my truth Your God, my God, our view All I know is one thing nowadays Is we all need hope, we all need faith And I'm just one of them old
on to another episode on this blog, Talk Radio. Uh, this is the Five Stone Network. We want to thank all of you for tuning in tonight. We really appreciate your time, folks. I say it every week, but I really want you to know that we really do appreciate your time, especially you faithful since, you faithfuls since 2011. We really do appreciate you, and especially my bloodline family, the Douglas Kennedy line. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So listen tonight, what's happening? Well, we have a mystery topic tonight. We have a mystery topic tonight, and uh, we're going to be um, um, talking about that topic along with um, a good friend of ours, Apostle Malachi. Yeah, so we're going to have him on a little bit. But before I get into all of those good, good juicy things happening tonight, I want to just um, remind everybody um, that we're doing this every single Tuesday been doing this every single Tuesday since 2011. We want to encourage you to follow the show, follow the show. Um, also, I want to, um, when I say follow the show, let me just, just because again, uh, those of you who hear me say this every week, please be patient, but we got new listeners and everybody don't know exactly what I mean by follow the show. Um, in the upper right-hand corner, I say this every week fast, quick, so I'm, I'm going to do a little slower this week. In the upper hand, upper hand corner, on that blog talk uh, reference page that, that where you see the show information, there's a button that says follow, follow. All we need you to do is click on that button. It's going to have you to sign into Facebook or uh, Twitter. Simply fi- uh, sign in, folks, and um, give me information. They don't keep the information. That information is owned by Facebook or Twitter. Uh, blog talk can't see that. All blog talk do is just it's just something where they know where to send the reminder. They know where to send the reminder of our show. But go ahead and follow the show. That way you'll get a reminder sent to you. I think it's about 45 minutes before each and every single show you'll get that reminder. So anyway, um, please follow our shows. Those of us that do these blogs, it really means a lot to us. I can't explain just how important it is. Um, but, folks, when you have a bigger following to make the long story short you just simply get a little bit more respect it's just that simple i don't know i don't know a better way to say it than you just get a little bit more respect okay um and we need that respect we need all the respect we can get um and and you uh caller or listener will need to always be a part of our family so to speak and you'll always be able to follow us wherever we go we may just decide to uh do something different and go to another network and um you'll again be included in that as well so again follow the show also quickly quickly uh those of you that um missed last week's show um, I know I said every week, oh, last week's show was so great, but we, folks, we don't do shows if they ain't great. We try our best to pick the topics that are related to you and yours and be um, about the Father's business on this Five Smooth Stone Network. So we try to pick shows that are really, really, really all of that. Okay? So, folks, if you missed last week's show, simply Google the topic and simply um, uh, Five Smooth Stones, Blog Talk Radio, and whatever the topic we was that we discussed last week. Now, last week was all was uh, Arlene, my wife was on. 
So you would simply want to Google Fossil Stone Blog Talk Radio, Arlene Turner. You can hear what Arlene had to say, the hope that was put out there. We focused a lot on hope last week since we were always talking about the problem, the problem, the problem, the problem. For a change, we focused on hope. So if you missed that show, and it was a very good show, very well listened to show, simply Google Fossil Stone Blog Talk Radio. Arlene Turner, or whatever topic of interest we have over 470 shows. So, anyway, we'll take a little short break. Got have no trouble with my computer, and uh, we're not going to derail us, though. Don't just enjoy this very um, meaningful song. We'll be right back uh, before this song is even up, okay? But this is Walter Hawkins, so what is this? We'll be right back, folks. Just a little short break here to uh, correct some te- technical difficulties here. Be right back.
HaKadosh, that are leading guides us, the great comforter. Don't we need it right about now in these troublesome times, especially here in this United States. But if you're not in the United States and you listen to the show tonight, of course, um, I know you're going through wherever you're at in the world, and we just uh, want to remember that the Father did send help. It's a shame we don't talk more about that help that has been sent to lead and guide us into every single truth, to comfort us. And then there's something called angels that are here for our protection. Just never hear about this, folks. This is how you know we need a balance. And that's kind of what last week's show was about, just reminding us of the hope again. Arlene Turner, my wife, did a very good job, um, might I add, on that show. Anyway, tonight is a surprise topic, folks. And I'm going to let our moderator, Brother John Clark, I'm going to go to him at this time. And uh, he's going he's gonna to introduce the one and only Brother Patrick Malachi Yah. Brother changed his name on us. <laughs> Brother Malachi Yah is going to be in the house talking about, um, we'll, we'll, let brother, we'll let their brother introduce that topic to us. But we'll let Brother John introduce the topic to us. So listen. Um, I think I've covered everything. Brother John, it's been a while since we had him on as uh, moderator, but we do have him um, in the house tonight. So, let's do this. I think I see Brother John. Brother John's number here, and I think Pastor Alice Chris is also in the house, so we'll come to Pastor Chris here in a second. Uh, but folks, again, we're just going to watch if we have Brother John moderate, but he is in the house tonight, and we are thankful for this brother's talent. Really, really appreciate Brother John over the uh, months just really stepping in and helping us out. It's probably been a year by now, uh, but... Um, Tonight, again, a surprise topic, and uh, Brother John is going to talk about what the topic is and bring on Brother uh, uh, Apostle Malachi Yah, P.L. Reynolds uh, of Fort Worth. And uh, it's not just uh, Apostle going to be in the house talking about this. Uh, again, Pastor Alfie Chris will bring him in uh, after we bring in Brother John, and then we'll bring in uh, the Apostle. So listen, folks, uh, all these shows we we never pick a topic that's not related to you and yours, so please take this very serious what you're about to hear, all right? Uh, Air code 907 Brother John Clark, moderated tonight here in the house. What's going on, my brother? Welcome to the John Clark Show. I'm your host, John. Oh, my bad, Brother Seth. <laughs> <laughs> John Clark. <laughs> oh, well, it is your show tonight, brother. It is your show tonight. Uh, what'd you say, Brother Seth? I was just saying it's your show tonight, brother. So uh, let's get at it, man. So yeah, good to be back in the driver's seat. M- took a much-needed hiatus. Uh, it did me well, and, but I'm truly glad to be back. Um, it's amazing how sometimes you need a moment just to kind of step back and just chill, and then you can come back and be even more productive. So that's what I intend to be. Um, for all those persons who are looking to call in, we do want to let you know in advance that uh, we do have some rules that we go by. They're pretty straightforward. That is, we want to know where you're calling from, what's your name, and the intention of your call, such as, hey, I would like to ask a question, or I would like to build further 
on that topic or I would like to state something contrary to the topic, it allows us to be able to keep the show um, in the bounds that we would like to keep that in. And with that being stated, let's go ahead and get Apostle Malachi on the line. Um, I actually had the pleasure of sitting in on a Sabbath service with Apostle Malachi. And Apostle Malachi, as you all well know, you've heard him from time to time, he has a lot of good things to say. Um, but this one right here, I really was like the, the scriptures, the foundation that he laid. I was just like, hey, that's what's up. <laughs> so I had to give him his props on that. So let's get him on. Yeah, and get him yeah. Not to mention that. To you not to mention his. And uh, 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 not to mention, uh, brother John, that is relevant. But before we do that, I forgot. Don't forget, we got to bring the brother, the pastor, uh, Alfie Chris. So. Let's do that, and then we'll go straight to Brother Malachi, as Brother John was saying. So first, let's bring over Brother Alcee Chris, all of Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, Pastor Chris, your line is now open. Uh, go ahead and say hello to the people quickly. Pastor Chris, your line is open. Uh, go ahead and say hello to the people. If you can hear us. Okay, we'll come back to Pastor Chris. All right, go on to the phone lines and bring on the one and only Apostle Malachi Yah, P.L. Reynolds, Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, your line is now open. You are live on the Financial Assault Network, brother. How are you doing tonight? Uh, shalom, shalom, shalom. That's peace in Hebrew. Thank you for having me uh, on the show. I am honored, and I'm glad to uh, be on the panelist tonight talking about justice from a biblical point of view. Okay, and we're glad to have you on the panel tonight. Uh, go ahead, moderator. It's in your hands, and we'll just try to bring in Pastor Chris once I um, get him open here. No doubt. So uh, first thing, uh, Apostle Malachi, the the scriptures that you're going to be using, is, it, is there any way that we can get a list of them so that if any person who would want to go back and rehash the whole thing, which I would recommend that you all do, they would have access to that as opposed to having to write them down now. Is there any way that we can get a list of that, those scriptures? Uh, well, what I can do, I can send everyone to the ministry page. Uh, the name of the Perfect. ministry is Lost, Lost Found Israelites Facebook. Lost Found Israelites Facebook. Uh, and I can post all the scriptures on there in reference to the lesson uh, this past Shabbat. That's lost, found, Israelites. I would highly recommend it. And so, folks, the reason why I'm bringing this up is that um, for the for those persons who are born again believers, all right, um, we oftentimes find ourselves in the middle of the the tug of war that takes place in this world. And part of that tug of war is um, person of color gets killed. Um, protesters protest. Police protest the protesters or other people protest the protesters. And the question becomes, you know, what should I be doing? How should I approach this? And this is what Apostle Malachi is spelling out. He, he does. A, he did an excellent job on it. Um, and so I know that these scriptures are such that for you to be able to put up a proper defense of your position, you're going to want those scriptures. So that's the reason why I'm asking him for that. Um, I'll let him go ahead and run with it from here. 
um, can lay those scriptures out and and explain to you why they are in place uh, as far as his message. Apostle Malachi, please. Uh, I was provoked uh, by uh, 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 the Ruha Kodesh of the Holy Spirit to bring forth this lesson because um, this, you know, the everyone right now is we're living in a time where everyone is across the world, literally from uh, different ethnic backgrounds, are uh, uh, protesting to the course to the course of Black Lives Matter, and they are calling for justice. Uh, but I was provoked by the Ruha Kodesh. Uh, to ask the question, do they know what justice is, and do they know with whom they are asking justice from? Uh, I believe that the same system that gives you injustice does not have the mental uh, aptitude or capacity to give you justice. And that is what provoked me to bring forth a lesson about justice from a biblical point of view. I here over the last couple of weeks that Brother Seth uh, was bringing to uh, our attention about what some of the young people have been saying in the streets. And I've been out there uh, observing and even participating in some of the protests to a certain degree, uh, asking where is the church. But I believe the church uh, are looking at justice from a different point of view, uh, than from uh, whom the protesters are seeking it from. So I was led to bring forth this lesson about justice, uh, the Elohim, our God of justice, invoking the Elohim of justice. And before I brought this lesson out, uh, me and my armor bearer, we went downtown to preach this message about uh, uh, invoking the Elohim of justice because there are many scriptures in the Bible that speaks about God or the Elohim uh, being a God of justice. And I uh, came with the scripture in Psalms 89, 6, 11, and 13, and 14, and Isaiah 30, chapter 18, verses, 18 verse, excuse me, bringing out that the throne of the Most High, our God, is established in righteousness and in justice. We know that any government that's of man, whether good intentions or bad intentions, any government that's of man is prone to error. Let me repeat myself. Any government, whether with good intentions or bad intentions, is prone to error. So with that being an established fact that any government that's of mankind independent of Yah or independent of God is prone to error, then should we be seeking justice from that government or should we be seeking justice from God whose throne is established in righteousness and in justice? Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be out petitioning this government 
but I believe that we should be out petitioning this government in the form of rebuking or speaking truth to power, that you're going to be held accountable, if not by the people, then by the God of justice in heaven. So uh, uh, I believe that some of the people who are out in the streets are unaware of what they're asking for because they don't have a uh, a good foundation on what justice is. Uh, justice, from a biblical point of view, is judgment for a wrong, uh, judgment for an evildoer, or evil system. We know that this system is evil. And there is a pattern in the Bible from uh, Exodus, even Genesis, uh, to Revelation about the Most High bringing justice to a evil system. He brought down the the Egyptian system that was oppressing our forefathers in Egypt. And notice what right. he told Moses. Notice what he told Moses in Exodus the third chapter, the seventh verse. Uh, he told Moses to go and to. Uh, tell uh, Pharaoh uh, to let his people go. He didn't go to Pharaoh to tell Pharaoh to give them equal rights along with the Egyptians. Notice that. Right, right. Notice that. He went, he sent Moses, or Moshe, to Pharaoh to tell Pharaoh that people go. In other words, for us to separate from the unjust system. And see, Dr. King wrote in some of his speeches in the past that uh, we are not supposed to be collaborating with an unjust system, that we should be practicing civil disobedience. Civil. Apostle uh, Malachi. Uh, okay, he, he dropped uh, uh, for some reason. He probably was moving around, and he's one of those persons that actually has been charged to call. So I'm going to make. I'm going to reach out and call him, brother John. If you can be commenting on what he said, please. Actually, hold on a second. Well, let's bring up Pastor Alcee Chris. He's in the house now. Um, let's do this really quickly here. Erico six eight two, brother um, Alcee Chris five five two. Your line is open. Go ahead and say hello to the people and you and um the moderator can elaborate on what you just heard while I try to get that uh, brother back on the line, okay? Okay, thanks, brother. Good evening. How's it going, Pastor Chris? I'm I'm going good, John. How you been making it, brother? Everything's well, bro. Hey, that's 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 a that's a mouthful there in the day's time. <laughs> True, right? If you can say things are all right, that's a mouthful. All right, all right. Uh, so if I may, um, just to kind of recap where uh, Apostle Malachi kind of left off, what he was doing was giving us insight into what was taking place back during the e- uh, Egyptian captivity, where they went in, everything was great, Joseph had saved the world for all intents and purposes, and everybody was like, hey, come on down, bring your entire family down into Egypt. They were there. And then there arose <laughs> Pharaoh who knew not Joseph. The Hebrews began to multiply, and they said, look, let us deal cleverly, if you will, 
cleverly with these Hebrews because if a war were to fall out, you know, we could find ourselves in a precarious position. And so they began mm-hmm. to oppress them with harsh burdens, folks, harsh burdens. Mm-hmm. And what took place is that the cry of the people came up to the Most High God. And what, mm-hmm. what Apostle Malachi is telling us is that he, the Most High, told Moses to go and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And he didn't ask him from a standpoint of let, let them stay in the land and give them equal rights, give them same education, give them the same opportunities. No, let them go. And if you don't let them go, you're going to catch it. <laughs> you're going to catch it. And that's, that's where, um, that where we see the template, so to speak, being laid out for at least our people being oppressed. Okay, so that's where that's where we're at right now. Did we get Apostle Malachi back on? Yes, we got yes. Apostle Malachi back on. Uh, go ahead, uh, 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 Brother Malachi. So I want to continue as Brother John was bringing out that um, uh, the Motai, you know, he he heard the uh, affliction of our forefathers. He heard their call. He heard their cry. And by reason of their afflictions, uh, he sent Moses to Pharaoh to tell him to uh, let the people go. In other words, to separate uh, our forefathers from Egypt, tell them to separate, to come out of the system. In other words, to no longer to collaborate with the system or with the oppression of of, uh, Egypt. And... uh, so he wasn't telling Moses to go to Pharaoh and to tell uh, Pharaoh to treat us right, to treat us equally as uh, Egyptians. You know, this is contrary to what uh, we see a lot of uh, people doing today in America. Uh, they they don't want to separate from the oppressor. They want to be uh, on equal terms with the oppressive system, uh, with the same oppressive system that wants labeled us as a three-fifths of a human being. Uh, You cannot reform evil. You cannot reform something something that was not intended for you and make it for you. And if I may, Apostle, I don't think they ever gave us those two-fifths of a human back. Based on the laws of the land, aren't we still considered three-fifths? I don't know if they have uh, repealed that or not, but uh, yeah, I don't. I've never heard of it as such, but I definitely agree with what you're saying. Is that you cannot legislate morality, folks. People are going to find their way around it. If you are evil, if your intentions are evil, you're going to find a way to work around those laws. And I literally have seen that take place, being in the finance sector, when they created these the Dodd Frank Act back in 2008. The same shady people just found ways around it, and they still do shady stuff. Apostle, you were saying? Yes. You know, all they do is just create – when they create new laws or new civil rights laws, all they do is make loopholes for them to go around the law. Uh, I, have a, I have a saying that black folks break laws, but white folks, they create loopholes to go through the law. That's right. If I, if I can – if I may um... – Moderator, I need to jump in here whenever you 
Please, uh, let's, if, you, okay. if you can give us one second, Apostle Malachi, what were you, what's going on, Seth? Yes, uh, and I hear a little noise in the background, folks. Remember, we can hear every single thing you do. Um, uh, I don't. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm listening attentively. That's why I waited before I commented because I don't understand. If we vote people in now, if, if you say we don't do anything in the system. We don't have a part of the system. We're the kingdom of the most high or whatever you would say in defense. And you say we just don't believe in supporting it, voting it, putting it in. We don't, we don't have no parts of it. Then I would have to agree with you. But once you are responsible enough to get involved with the voting process to actually put somebody in office, they literally work for you. It'd be like having employees and you hire them, and then once you hire them, you say, well, you're wicked, so I ain't going to tell you what to do. They're literally employees. Now, I know the system with Pharaoh, really question is the question, and it's kind of a comment too, but the question slash comment, both, is this. Again, I just heard that noise, whatever that is, folks, please. Um, the question to Brother Malachi is, Malachi, yeah, i got to remember that new name. <laughs> the question is, if there are employees, unlike the system in favor, I'm going to have to start muting people. I keep hearing these noises, y'all. We can't keep talking about it. Um, if there are our employees that we put in office, why wouldn't we hold them accountable, Brother Malachi, yeah? Oh, I'm not saying not hold them accountable. Uh, if I remember correctly, I did say we should protest in the sense that we should speak truth to power. We have the right to petition and to speak truth to power and uh, to warn them that they will be held accountable for their actions, if not by us, then by the Elohim of the God of justice. So I'm not saying that, that, that we should... Uh, not hold them accountable. What I'm saying is that we shouldn't place our faith in this system because anything that's of man is prone to error. And no matter what, and I'm also saying that, saying that you can't reform evil. I don't care who you vote or put in this system. You know, it doesn't matter the color of politics. I mean, we understood that for eight long years with Obama being in the White House and we was getting whipped left and right or worse than we are now under Trump. It doesn't matter. We don't have first black males, first black police chiefs, and all that type of stuff. It still doesn't matter. The the system is still there. The system. Well, I, I guess, and uh, if I if if I may just add just a little bit to what I was saying, clarity. When you say hold them accountable, or we should, it's almost like you're saying this. This is what some listeners, which is what I try to do, think like those that don't want to push one. And come on again, folks, if you have any questions or comments for the panelists, any other panelists or our guests, just press 1. This is the Five Stone Network. Again, press 1 if you have any comments. The chat room is open. Brother John and everybody that want to chat. Uh, Brother Malachi. It sounds like you're saying, hey, the system is wicked. We can't trust it. Y'all need, y'all need to be out there really... You said you said it could be at the protest, but that's only to rebuke them. But really, it sounds like you don't even believe in it. 
make it clear, do you believe in protesting? How how much should we hold them accountable? Because it sounds like you, you, you don't believe enough in the system to really, really hold them accountable because they're just wicked. They're going to do evil no matter what. I believe we're supposed to hold them accountable to the degree of firing them. I mean, to to the degree of saying, hey, you you don't speak out against this, we're not going to reelect you. Knowing that they are wicked, knowing that they are sleeping in the bed with the evil one, uh, you know, uh, good politicians become corrupt. You know, like I think Obama, I don't think he was a bad gentleman. He just got in the bed with some devils. So I guess what I'm saying is we're supposed to trust the Most High, look for his direction and deliverance ultimately. But we're supposed to use any tools at our disposal, right? I believe that we should speak truth to power, petition, uh, seek the peace of the city because we dwell in the city. But uh, I hold firm to the belief that you cannot reform evil. You cannot reform evil. This system is is. I, I, I mean, it can be. It, it will be held accountable, but you cannot reform it. I mean, throughout our journey here in America, it hasn't gotten better for us. It's gotten worse. Well, the reason why I'm saying this is because there's young people listening. Y'all, we just going back and forth. Um, um, I don't know what else to say. Uh, the solution. Let me, if I may. Let me, let me, if I may, uh, brother Seth. Let me put the solution out there, yeah. please. Please, please. Let, let, let me say. Here's the solution, because I'm, I'm. I'm just like uh, Lady Arlene, uh, your, your wife, Brother Seth. You know, I, I don't believe in, you know, mentioning a problem without mentioning the solution and hope, okay? Yes, yes. So, so, so uh, the hope for our people is for us to come together and do for self. Because these people would not treat us the way they treat us if we would come together and do for ourselves and love ourselves but but because that they see so much division among us uh which they partly play played a part in because yes. this division among us uh they feel like they can do this freely but if we come together and it, it, it doesn't take all of us but if it, it but just a sufficient amount of us will come together and I would prefer honor the banner of uh, the the God of the Bible, and keep and keep the Torah, keep the big Ten Commandments. If we just keep the Ten Commandments, we can end black on black crime overnight, literally. And that's not a religious code; that's a moral code. If we if, if that's conflict resolution, if we can just keep the Ten Commandments, end black on black crime overnight. And those people, our oppressors, they would not come at us like they do now if they see us doing for self and coming together. That's the solution right there. We got to get out of here. Can I make a comment? Come together. Yes, sir. Uh, Brother Malachi, yes, I, sir. I, I agree with you, man, but you, you got, I, I'm just going to throw out, you know, not everybody, not all black people are Christians. You know, we had we had brothers and sisters who are Muslim, who follow African religious systems, 
And I could see where, in a sense, that that might be a problem if, if you're going to say we're going to all follow the Ten Commandments. That's why I mentioned, Pastor Chris, and good to hear your voice. That's why I mentioned what I mentioned. That's not a religious code. That's a moral code because even well, the uh, uh, even the uh, 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 the ancient Egyptians uh, have have a, a code of conduct similar uh, as the Ten Commandments. Right. Uh, even even right. the Muslims, even the the, the uh, Quran has uh, similarities. Matter of fact, those are universal laws. Thou shall not steal from your own people. Thou shall not uh, murder your own people. Thou shall honor your mother and your father. Those are universal laws that no matter what ethnic group, no matter what cultural group you go to, those are universal laws that applies to all of us as a human race. But those are laws that we need to apply for ourselves and to govern ourselves by. So that's what I mean right, when but I you're say saying You're saying those, Ten those Commandments versus, in other words, like I, the, the Egyptians had the 42 negative confessions. That's their moral code. Yes, yes. So I'm yes, just saying, yes. I could see one of them saying, hey, I'm, I'm not going to follow the Ten Commandments. I'm going to follow the 42 negative confessions. And I'm just, I, th- I think, I'm just saying, if you would say follow the moral codes of, of whatever religion you practice, because not, you know what I'm saying, not all of them, some, you know, a lot of our brothers and sisters are atheists and agnostic too. But, you, you know, just to say, in other words, that's just assuming that every all of us are Christians and, and we are not. Well, see, the thing is, is that Marcus Garvey, who to date, to date, still remains uh, the greatest historical figure to ever unite uh, so-called black people across international lines uh, mm-hmm. more than anybody else. And he united us, although he had other people of different persuasions in the movement, nevertheless, uh, he united us under the banner of Christian morality. Right, but he was a Christian. Yes, he he, he says that in his writing. Uh, right, right. But, he, he, but, but he nevertheless, he had Christian. people. But nevertheless, he had people of different uh, uh, persuasions. He had brothers that was in. Matter uh, 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 of fact, the motto of one aim, one destiny. Uh, that model came from a Muslim brother that was on his staff. One aim, which is the model of the UNIA, one aim and one destiny. One aim and one destiny. So, uh, uh, and, and one thing that we have to understand about Westernized education is that uh, we discuss things in the Westernized world that in some countries in the Eastern uh, world that they don't even discuss. Like I was telling the sister that they don't even mention anything about uh, 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 is there a God or not. I mean, it's, it's not even a question. To them, there is a God. But with this westernized education, I mean, only now our people come around and say, well, uh, there is no God. At one time, even in America, there weren't no black atheists. That's a westernized thought. I'm sorry. Was there someone trying to speak? No, I'm sorry. That 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 might have been me. Well, I, I, I do okay. have a question. I, I wasn't trying to speak then, but I do have a, a quick little interjection for the for uh, Brother Malachi, and that is this, Malachi. Y'all may I correct myself. Uh, listen, um, 
I feel you on on what we need to do as far as the answer being in the most high his principles. I don't think nobody's gonna disagree with you on this line. The topic, the the the, the mysterious topic for those of you just tuning in, again, thank you for tuning to the Five on Network. But the mystery topic to the surprise topic tonight is the church. Should they be protesting the government or not? And I know some of you say, well, yeah, but, but Brother Malachi thinks a little different, and he's sharing that right now. Brother Malachi, my question or comment to you, question and comment to you is this really quickly, is this. We agree that the Most High is the answer. We agree his 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 laws are the answer. But that don't mean, and I don't know if you're saying this or not, that we let off the people are on are off the hook. Though these protesters, Black Lives Matter, or under the banner Black Lives Matter, but there's some that don't go in that banner at all. Okay, all over the world, the biggest protest ever, probably on the planet, ever. What they are saying to their government is, we need reform. We need reform, and a lot of Christians are on the fence because of various reasons. So we're talking about this tonight, everybody, to kind of bring some clarity to to, to the church, because and the non-church, really. What should you do, demand out of your government? Yes, they're crooked. Yes, they're wicked. We know about politicians. We already know the, the nature of them. But what should we demand, if anything? So my question goes back to you, Brother Malachi, is this. How far should we go with demanding things from our government? Let's just go there first. Again, we know that the Most High and His laws is the ultimate solution. Brother Seth, I've been trying to get a word in edgewise. Before Apostle Malachi, Yah, before you answer that question, I think it's important for us to understand a couple of principles here. The first principle, the first consideration is why are there even secret societies? Why do they exist? What is the secret? What's the secret? Well, folks, if you have people who have an understanding of what they, the goal of that given group, which surpasses the goal of any position they could hold, I don't care if you're the president of the United States, I don't care if you're a judge, circuit court, or, or what, it doesn't make it if you're a policeman, those secret societies have you swear that their agenda supersedes all other agendas, which means that you can be demanding, and, and, and this demand that we're talking about, we're demanding something from our government. This has not worked for the full 400 years that we've been here. It's not worked one time, not once. Let me... And the reason why, I'm sorry, the reason why is because the system, as Brother uh, Apostle Malachi Yah stated It's a man's governmental system It's flawed and this one is even worse than flawed You have persons who work To subvert the government Or the, the aim of any Particular law before they even have The law hit the book they figure out How are we going to subvert this particular Law and so you, you When you're dealing with a wicked Society you're going to do exactly what the Most High said in Revelation. Come out of her, my people, so you do not share in, in her plagues. He said it in, in Egypt, and he's saying it in Revelation. And you can look at the Messiah. At what point in time they wanted to take the Messiah and make him king immediately. 
he had no interest in becoming king on this earth. Why? Because, as he told Pilate, his kingdom is not of this earth. I could call down a legion of angels. It only took one angel to put Egypt to its knees. A, a legion is a thousand angels, folks. He knew that he would come back and would reign in, the, in this world. So I guess if I may, in, in closing, thanks for letting me just get this in edgewise, it, what Apostle Malachi says, I agree with. There's a few things I may not agree with, but the one thing that he does say is this, demanding something from your government, that's a joke. It has never worked, and just because we've seen a lot of traction as of late, we've seen it on their TV system, on their radio system, on their Facebook. They control the entire narrative. If they want this to look like it's getting some traction, that's because that's their choice. They have a plan of why. It's important that people are unhappy with their governments. Why? Because soon we're going to need you to overthrow these same governments and bring in the one world government headed up by none other, none other than the son of perdition. Those things have to be in place. And so that, I just wanted to put that out there. Thank you. Well, if I could uh, just speak, uh, uh, just kind of follow behind you and uh, uh, moderator, it would be this. When you say nothing has been done, Brother Malachi Yar and um, Brother Moderator, remember this. Because of, even before King, I, I hate to get all the credit, before King, the outcries, the outcries from the slaves started with the slave and the slave master. Some of them was outcrying along with the slaves. Very few, very few. But there's always been whites crying out, but not nowhere near near the numbers that it should have been, but there's always have been. What has happened since those outcries, you're right, the system has not changed. There is secret society, there are those that are trying to, but there's a war against good and evil. Everybody's not sold out to the devil. Everybody's not Illuminati. Just because you make it to the White House don't mean you become all of a sudden Illuminati. I do think that, you know, some people is put there. And I think there's some accidents that get there, and then they try to influence you. Everybody that's a governor is not Illuminati. Everybody that's a city council is not Illuminati. Everybody that's mayor is not Illuminati. I don't believe that. I do think that they control the big arms. So the whole system, the foundation is wicked. I do think in, in secret societies, with devil worshipers, all the things we talk about on the show, but I don't think they have everything. If that's the case, how the Most High going to ever bring about His kingdom? I think it's a it's a tug of war, it's a fight, and some things we have gotten. Are you kidding? Some things we have gotten. It's politically incorrect to say certain things and do certain things because of pressure, pressure. You don't say this thing, you can be fired. Lots of people have been fired for saying the wrong thing about African Americans. You say the wrong thing, you can be fired. Newscasters walking on eggshells. Why? Pressure. Political pressure, the same kind you seen with Black Lives Matter on the street. So for us to just say nothing never worked, don't do this, let them have their way, it's wicked, you don't do it. That's called irresponsible, social irresponsibility. And I, don't, I hope that's not what y'all are saying. I do believe in the core of what you're saying, at the most highest answer, his government would never fail. Put all your trust in the most high, follow his ruach, his laws. I do agree that's the ultimate solution. And these people will win in the end. And they're really winning now in some fronts. 
But I just believe that you're not supposed to lay down. The Bible said the righteousness, uh, the people rejoice when the righteous rule. We can put righteous people in the in the White House, or, or, or not maybe in the White House, but in, in certain areas, possibly governor. Now, will they come up against these these powers y'all talking about? Oh yeah, heck yeah. Will they succumb in some ways? Yes. In the end, will they probably prevail against them? Probably yes, but they still can do some righteous things. I don't think everything the people demand is never done. I'm not going to say that. Maybe somebody can comment on that. I don't know. And Brother Seth, we, we, we're not saying, at least I'm not, when I say it's, it's, if you consider the number of landowners, people of color, the number of landowners at the turn of the century compared to now, my point, my point is they give you, and with one hand, you're given something, but the other hand is steadily making moves to take something away, to put you in a worse position. The land that we used to own, we don't own that land anymore. And we all know that land is it's imperative to have land to build wealth for a lot of people, especially in an agrarian society. So when I'm when I like, I'm glad that I can't just be lynched and nothing happens, or someone someone can call me out of my name uh, a, a racial epithet at at, at, uh, at work, and I have no recourse. Yeah, I, I'm glad about that, but I'm also very cognizant of the fact that there's still a lot of barriers that are in place. Yeah, you gave me this, but you set these other barriers up here. Rick Ross. The CIA, the Iran-Contra affair, they are flying drugs over, from overseas and putting them into black communities and decimate those black communities. They take the jobs out, ship those overseas, and they, they, it, it's like, okay, yeah, you gave me civil rights, but then you created a powder keg. Right, we, in, John, but, but, but John, we know that not, if, 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 we understand what the wicked is doing. Again, we don't disagree with every time we get get a step, they take it back. Cause we understand that. I'm just saying it sounds like what we're saying is you don't do nothing. So that's why I put the question to my brother Malachi. What should we do? How, and I'm asking the same question. How fortunate should you go to protesting? If you do, you believe in uh, gathering people up to call the congressman? Do you believe in uh, sending letters? Do you believe in saying, "Hey, you keep doing this. We're not going to put you back in office." Do you believe? What do you believe in doing to get the people that you hire that work for you? To, to do right, what do y'all do believe? That's the pointed question. What would you do to your congressman to get them to act right, or would you do anything? Let me just ask that question so I can be clear on what we're, what we're saying and what we're not okay. saying. Okay. You know uh, personally, can, I, can I interject? Let me just go ahead. Pass, pass. All right. Pastor Chris. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with you, John, because I, I feel the same way. There are certain things that we can do. But what was Yahweh's ultimate solution for the Egyptians? Did he tell them, hey, you stayed in, integrate with Pharaoh, or did he say, hey, you got to get up and go? You got to get out of that system because it's not going to treat you right. And if you if you ever study history, you know, people who have been enslaved to other people never regain their full humanity. It's, it's a historical thing. And Yahweh's solution was not for them to stay in Egypt. He told them, you have to leave. We've lived in the system for almost 400 years, and we have gotten minuscule advancement, but the system still treats us like it did 100, 200 years ago. And you, we, we, you know, we, we can 
In other words, I, I don't believe in trying to stay here and fight and fight and fight because we are never going to get our few humanity back. We're never going to pre- be treated just. We're never going to be treated fairly. So, in other words, I'm, I'm like them. We need to have a, it should be an exit plan. Do whatever we have to do to prepare ourselves to leave this land and go back, you know, where Yahweh said we would go back to. I want to say that I am a voter, that I am a registered Republican. I do vote. I recently voted against Proposition A to defund the police uh, because I do believe in civil disobedience. As I mentioned earlier, uh, I don't believe that my tax dollars should be used to support uh, an oppressive uh, uh, system. Uh, so I do vote. Uh, but the black preacher of America, we have a good tradition of all of speaking truth to power. Okay, hold on, hold on a second, brother, uh, uh, brother yeah. Malachi. Something going on with your phone. You think you're too close to the mic? They want to back him out. It's just close, 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 good, and later on people won't be able to hear. So if you could adjust, you normally come in pretty clear. Okay. Can you hear me now? Perfect. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, I do vote. I am a registered Republican. I do participate in the political process. Recently vote in this city of Fort Worth, Texas, against Proposition A to defund the police department. I am a community activist. I do protest, but when I protest, I protest uh, in the sense of rebuking or speaking truth to power. I do believe that we should boycott. I do believe in boycotting. Because the, uh, the Bible says in the, uh, in the Apocrypha that we should not uh, uh, give to the godly, I mean to the ungodly, meaning we shouldn't be funding an oppressive system. So uh, I believe that we should defund the system. I do believe in boycotting. I do believe in boycotting. That's one step that we should take. We should take our resources and our money and uh, support our own, uh, uh, build our own. But I do agree with Pastor Chris and Brother John with, with, with the scriptures back up, and I do agree with, with the uh, plan of Elijah Muhammad on the back of the final call. We ultimately have to separate from this system. Every other ethnicity, when they couldn't get along with the other ethnicity, they always separated, even the so-called Jews. Even the uh, recently uh, uh, southern Sudan from northern you get, uh, 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 Sudan, uh, uh, they, you know, we, we have not coexisted. Uh, uh, our economic status, none of that. This stuff keep on rearing up, and it's going to continue to rear up. But like I said, the solution is that we should boycott and do for self. And uh, that's the way I believe that we should hold the system accountable. And I, once again, uh, 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 I, I am the pastor of Lost Found Israelites Ministry, but uh, we do have a, uh, I, I do affiliate with, with, with community groups such as the Brotherhood, uh, and I do have my own group under my ministry called uh, uh, Liberation uh, Theology Center 
for scriptural activism. I, I do get out in the streets. We do go out in the streets. We do protest and things like that. So we are involved, and to a certain degree, we have a foot in the system, but to a certain degree, we have a foot off the system. You know, our, our ultimate aim is to get our people to separate from the system because you cannot reform evil. Well, if I may, uh, I think what, we're, what I'm saying, it, that that's what we didn't hear from you earlier. Now, that was a mouthful. And I'm sure some people that are listening are saying, oh, okay, because at first you weren't saying all that. There was a lot you just said, boycotting, economically supporting your own, originally voting. You said you're a registered uh, Republican. You said you're in the system in terms of trying to change it. But at the same time, you're saying we need to get our own. Now, that is what I'm saying, 1,000%. Brother Chris talked about we need an exit plan on this show. Before you have an exit plan, you got to know that you've been told to exit. We don't say we need to exit more than probably anybody. We don't say this is not our land. We don't even talk about people moving to Ghana. We don't talk about exiting. That is a plan. That is a strategy. So we definitely believe in exiting because we, we preach that we're Israel and that a remnant is going to return, that all all of us won't return, but a remnant is going to return, and how it's going to be. And i got people in Israel, and I've interviewed with people in Israel, and i got a niece to do in Israel, and I don't take them people to Israel. So I don't know what it is. That is an exit plan. First, they got to know the Israel. They ain't going nowhere they know. they got to know they're Israel, and this is not their land, and we've been preaching that forever. So I am preaching both sides. I'm just simply saying we've got to be careful when we start talking about the system. It ain't nothing work. There have been things that have worked. But it ain't enough. Uh, brother, I, I used to forget the word, brother. You, uh, uh, Pastor Chris used little trinkets they've given us. We've gotten very little, but we can't just not ever do the things you just mentioned. Not vote. Not boycott economically. Not support our own. And even try to get our own land, which I think the Nation of Islam plan, I do. I used to like it too. But I come to realize it's a waste of time because there's no way in the world Alabama is going to let you have Alabama. No white is going to go crazy. There's no way in the world the white Illinois is going to say, okay, you blacks come live here. So it's beautiful. It sounds very, um, it's, 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 it, it, the father does understand Elijah Muhammad. That's why he said, you're right, you need to do, you need to leave. But they didn't say go to America. America ain't going to give up. But there's no state going to give you the state. I don't care if it's tiny as Ohio. Them people going to, they're going to, that's when you really will see a war. But we do have a place to go. I like what one tour guy said in, in closing my remarks here. He said when he was on a tour one time in Israel, he said, Israel is the only land without a people. Because you can drive for Israel for hours and not see nobody. It, it, it's pretty empty. I'm not going to say hours. You can drive a long, long, long time in Israel and not see nobody. He said, Israel is the only land without a people. And African Americans are the only people without a land. That is our land. Of course, I just believe we're just one of the lost tribes. It's other Israelites as well, but I know what he meant. So we do need to leave. Elijah Muhammad is right, but I don't think it's nowhere in the States. Well, well, we got a caller. We got a caller, call y'all. We got a caller, okay. uh, brother moderator. Just so you know. Well, let me just quickly state that um, leaving from here and going almost anywhere in the world doesn't mean now you're out of the system. If, if you if you go and read in Daniel and you look at all of the different times where you see, for instance, the image, the image 
uh, that's man's system. And you can't go somewhere and escape that. However, if you consider that the feet were part iron, part clay, and the angel explained to Daniel, like, that's because there's a portion that's strong and a portion that's weak. Well, I would want to be in that weak portion as opposed to in the teeth of the thing. And so uh, the, uh, the Bible states plainly that the beast system, which will be run by the Antichrist, will, that it will control the entire world except for Moab and, and uh, Edom and Moab and the chief of Ammon. It says that. Okay. And so the question is, well, where is that? Well, that's basically Jordan. Uh, Jordan is west of, of Israel. And then um, I forget what's south of Israel. Uh, but it's like, are you talking about the physical land? I, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've yet to get insight on that. But just to leave here, it, it would really just to try and get out of the intense issues that we deal with being here. It doesn't get you off Earth. No, you're still, you're still in man's system. And so the only answer that the Bible puts out there is when He gathers us, when He comes. And the, the Messiah gathers us. Well, at that point in time, in my opinion, that's when this system will be decimated. Let's go ahead and grab that caller. Okay, go to the phone lines. Uh, Eric code 718506. Thank you for your patience for holding so long. Uh, go ahead with your question or comment. We would love to know your name and city as well. Uh, Jonathan calling out of Fort Worth. Welcome to the show, Jonathan. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? More of a, more of a comment. Uh, I was listening, and basically the last that uh, uh, both gentlemen made, it kind of summed it all up because when I was driving in, I was listening, and I remember I think uh, Apostle Malachi was saying something along the lines of we need to gather, we need to come together, and I don't know if he said I don't know if he said and do what. I think he was saying something along the lines of, uh, come together and I believe uh, follow the instructions of the Most High, but but I I know for sure that we've always come together at times throughout history, you know. So coming together doesn't just solve the issues that's going on with us. I believe right. here if we're here if we're here in America, then we have to be a part. I'm not saying conform or give up your Christian morals or anything like that. But if you're going to live in this nation, it, it is ruled by the power of the pen. It is ruled by legislation. And anything that, that where you see them trying to terrorize us and keep us out of those positions, you have to, you have to begin to think that there's a reason why they don't want us there. And when Reconstruction was going on and they had a lot of race riots that was going on, they was literally terrorizing and killing people to make these black politicians get out of office because they know the power of the pen. Because you can hold them accountable when there's something written in their law. So this nation is ruled by the power of the pen. So my, my, my thing is, 
until we leave and we get our own nation, which we can establish under the guidelines of of Christianity and, and everything like that, I get it. But while we're here in this nation, we have to get involved in legislation and we have to put people in positions of power. If we have to run ourselves, so be it. But we need to get in those positions because the things because how while we're here in America, how can we come together if there's things like red zoning where they're going to keep us from being able to get property? So if you have legislators in power that are going to use their power to promote white supremacy, and we're just like, hey, man, it ain't going to ever change. It ain't going to ever change. But obviously it's working for them because they're the ones making the laws. They're the ones passing these laws. And they're the ones keeping us in poverty. They're the ones that are allowed, like you say, the CIA to put drugs in our community, the legislation on, on the, on the uh, war on drugs. Those were all things that were passed through legislation. So there was persons that was passing these laws to oppress us. So my thing is, by us backing away and saying it ain't going to change, it ain't going to change, it's not going to change because they're going to continue to be put in these positions of power to oppress us. So we have to get more involved, and we have to study, I believe, on whether you're Democrat or Republican. Study what it is, actually, that these parties stand for, and when they're not doing what they say they're doing, hold them accountable. I haven't read up on Republican. I'm studying uh, the Democratic Party right now, and what I've been reading, a lot of what they're saying that they're supposed to be doing, it's, it's beneficial for a Christian lifestyle as well as economic. They talk about uh, ending uh, poverty, and they talk about equality of pay for uh, minorities. They talk about all these things in their in their platform. For this is for from 2016. I'm reading it's like a 50 page like pamphlet of what they stand for and what they're doing. They talk about getting rid of uh, corporate greed in Wall Street and 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 them being able to put their money off in offshore accounts and be, making them be taxed. So it it, it gives you a. a uh, a kind of a detailed description of what it is that they're supposed to be doing. So when you have someone in, in, in place on the local level or wherever, and they're supposed to be doing these things, you can kind of hold them accountable. So I get it that the most important thing is our spiritual walk with the most high, but we also have a fleshly body that we need to take care of as well. So while we're here in this nation, I believe that we definitely need to get more involved in the political atmosphere, because that is how they're oppressing us. And I don't believe in defunding right. the police. I believe in giving them more money, but I believe in when we give the police department more money, we make sure that when they are getting, I'm a, I'm a, I used to be a police officer over, over two or three years when I was, in, I was NYPD. And I got out because I seen what was going on. But my thing is, you don't defund the police because you're, you're always going to have wickedness and corrupt people. You give them more money, but you make sure that it's utilized the right way, which would be when you're getting these, um, these, these psychological evaluations and you're getting these, these, uh, these lie detector tests, you make sure that they're asking the appropriate questions. Are you a white supremacist? Do you believe that you're better? What do you think of black people? You, those questions were not asked when I took my lie detector test. It was, when's the last time you smoked marijuana? Uh, uh, have you ever been in a physical altercation? There's no questions that determine if a person is going to take that job and oppress people or are they going to fully do their job without bias. So, I mean, that, that's, that's just my thoughts. Point well taken. Uh, point well taken. Um, I'm, 
we do have another person who's called in. I'd like to see if there's anyone aside from myself who would like to comment on the platform just uh, put forth. Uh, I just go ahead, Professor Chris. Go ahead, whoever that was. Oh, this is uh, was that? Brother Malachi. Uh, I just, you know, our people have to understand, you know, you are not an American. No status quo, no legislation will make you an American. You are not an American. You love this oppressive system. You don't want to separate from it. We hold it accountable. We boycott it. But this system is coming down, whether you believe in the Bible or not. You, uh, uh, you believe in the universal law. Believe, believe in the universal moral law. This system is coming down. If, if you don't believe in the Bible, that's fine. But, but believe history. History is the best. Apostle Malachi, yeah. Okay. I believe he's fallen off. Uh, Brother Seth, can you take hold on, the line? Hold on, second, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. He didn't fall off. I was trying to service the caller, uh, the call, and Brother Malachi, back up yourself about 20 seconds. So we, we didn't hear you the last 20 seconds, please. Repeat that. That was good. Last 20 seconds, repeat that, please. Uh, history uh, tells us it's the best witness about uh this system will come down this system is is falling uh uh our people they love this country so much where they want to fight for their rights to be equal to the oppressor instead of fighting for their rights to be separated from the oppressor and yet while we are part of the system we should boycott the system but this system is coming down this system is coming down, and if and if and if people don't believe in the Bible, then that's fine. But but believe history. Nations rise, and nations fall, and no legislative act is going to change that. No legislative act is going to make us an American. We are not an American, and no judicial system is going to change that. This system is coming down, and our people, what we need to do is get ourselves ready and get prepared. Because if you don't believe in the Bible, that's fine. But believe history. Believe history. I think that I think that it's important for us to understand that when the Israelites went into Babylon, I believe it was, um, the Most High was explaining to them, plant gardens, have kids, you're going to be a minute. <laughs> and so the question is, what should we be doing here? I, I, while I agree the system is going to come down, um, what Brother Jonathan was stating as far as legislation goes, that can offer some reprieve. It may be limited, but it can offer some reprieve. The civil rights, again, I can appreciate not being um, uh, harassed on my job or not being able to get some position because I am a man of color as opposed to a man without color, so on and so forth. They now are getting hit in the pocket. Is it, is it going to change the system? No. Will it offer a reprieve? Yes, it will. And I think that 
the last two statements, first one with Brother Jonathan and then with Apostle Malachi Yah, I think that those, in my, those two statements really come to mesh in my mind, kind of an in-between. What do you do in, until such time? To not do anything as far as vote or, let's say, to, to even have discussions like we're having now or to just do nothing, I think that might be a little irresponsible. Um, Absolutely. Because you have a voice. However, just because you have that voice doesn't mean that you're going to change the underpinnings of the system. No. You can you can affect what you can affect and nothing more. Let's go ahead and get that other Absolutely. call. Okay. Going back to the phone line. Okay. Uh, Erica 903-903-279. Go ahead with your question or comment. Uh, we'd love to know your name and city, please. Uh, yes, this is Kenwin Castleberry out of Tyler, Texas. Hey, Brother Castleberry. Hey, Brother Castleberry. Hey, hey. All right, I just want to start off by saying I'm for segregation and exiting, you know, and all that. Uh, however, uh, the other caller just called in kind of uh, hit on some key points. And I think the disconnect is the fact of the foundation of the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. Um, the Republican Party is rooted out of biblical um, uh, uh, points right there. It's built off of it. You know, you don't work, you don't eat. Uh, those are basic foundations in starting any nation. Uh, to me, it seems like the Democratic Party is uh, uh, fully Americanized or adapting type of principles, you know what I mean? Uh, that's why over on that side you will see the uh, drastic changes or the dissonance from the Bible uh, on that side. They want to take it to the future, and it's never rooted to anything. It's the evolving uh, uh, system that they try to, you know, achieve. And, uh, yeah, we definitely need to get out of that and uh, – when you're starting up a new nation, if we was to leave America, I can almost guarantee it that we will have a Republican type of mind state in building up our new civilization uh, and we're, we're teaching our children and then we all promoting work, you know, and we and the the moral, you know, is we all going to find that in Scripture. And you, you will see that it's more like the Republican Party, identical, actually. Uh, and starting up any nation, um, and I just kind of want to just kind of throw that in there. Uh, and uh, y'all guys have a good one. Hey, thanks, brother Castleberry. We appreciate the comment. I think, folks, it's important for us to understand again um, how this system has come into being. Okay, um, and I just want to just do a, a quick a, a quick sweep of <clears throat> where it. The quote unquote, when I say the system, I mean man's system, governmental system. I'm going to take this back to Babylon. If you take a look at that image that Daniel saw, I want to say maybe chapter two or somewhere thereabouts, but you, you can find it. That image was a head of gold, head of gold. Gold is not a strong metal, but it's a very, very uh, precious metal from the standpoint of it holds value. As soon as you begin to go down this image, the metals become stronger but become less valuable. However, there is an insight that's given to you. The next kingdom was the Persian and the Medes. That's where the arms are. They're literally showing you this. It was two-sided. 
Nebuchadnezzar could say, he dies, he lives. And let me tell you what happened. He would be dead and the other person would live. He made that decision. Well, think about a husband and a wife, folks. Uh, If they are both in it together in a household, a person, especially here in Western civilization, doesn't get that autonomy to just make that decision. You're going to talk that over. It becomes weaker, folks. You cannot just say he dies, he lives. It's weaker. You got to talk that over. Well, it became even more weak because Alexander, he conquered the Persians, and then he ends up giving his kingdom to his four generals. That was Cassander, Ptolemy, Antigonus, and Seleucus, four different kingdoms. Now, you four different heads, if you will. That was um, the leopard in Daniel, four wings. Folks, the Bible is literally showing you how things are getting weaker. Why? Because if you have to come together and create an understanding as to an approach, it is better to be a single, one-minded king, which the Messiah will be, as opposed to a uh, quote-unquote democracy or uh, republic. So, but that's what we're in now. Why? Because after, after uh, Alexander came Rome and the, the Senate, that system, the Congress, it wasn't, no, no, it was just the Senate, I believe, at the time. Now you have a bunch of men who were what? They were elected people. Now you've become even more weak. Look at how long it takes for us to get stuff done. But this was the feet, the legs of iron, but it had no value. Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom had value. Because he could just make a decision He didn't need an executive order Every word that came out of his mouth Executive order But now you got 277 people Whatever the case may be You have the, 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 the Democrats and the Republicans Or you have the, the in Whatever the country This divided fractured system It's weak It's weaker And that's where we're sitting at right now You could look at the Democrats and Republicans 100 years ago And you would be like, wait a minute, they're not supposed to be doing like, it, it, it morphs, it morphs. And so I just wanted to throw that out there real quick because you can't entirely trust even what your plat- party platform tells you because it's able to morph. It can add something on, take something off. Why? Because it's the same system, folks. It's the same system. It's just, it was created that way. Do you think Satan doesn't have control over this system? Yeah, he does. He absolutely does. And it works well for him because Nebuchadnezzar, he actually said that there was no God greater than, than uh, uh, the God, uh, the most high God. Nebuchadnezzar said no God could save like he did with the Hebrew children. No God could save after this manner. Do you realize how messed up that is with Satan to have his system and one of his people are defecting in effect? You have that taking place. So now what do you do? You dilute it. You dilute it. And that's what this system is right now. So I I appreciate y'all giving me a moment just to kind of brush that up. Because there's a reason why it's complicated. They try to take the system to uh, countries, and the countries, they don't even know how to work the system. 
Why? Because it's purposely complicated. All right. Very well. Well, John, I appreciate that. That was that was very well explained. I really appreciate you doing, doing that in such a concise uh, way. Uh, listen again, folks. You're tuning to the Five Smooth Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth. We have Brother, my, the moderator, Brother John Clark, in the house, along with our guest, uh, Brother Malachi Yah of uh, uh, Israel, um, Lost on Israelites. We have Alton Chris of Alethea Temple. And right now we're finishing up with the caller, um, Brother Casper. Brother Casper, were you done, first of all? Were you done? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I sure am. Well, it's always good to hear from you. Thanks always give us something to think about. We really appreciate you, brother. That was Brother Casperi. Uh Pastor Chris is back. Uh, listen, let's just take a little short break, everybody, and we're going to come back and wrap up the show. Well, not wrap up the show. We still got 30 minutes, but we'll finish out this show. Um, uh, we're probably going to close, just so everybody know, we're probably going to definitely wrap up around 10 o'clock tonight. Um, doing real good. There's a lot of information going out. Uh, when I come back, when we come back, I hope we uh, give the people, again, I think most people agree the system is broken. I don't think nobody come online and say, oh, the system will work. If you'll work, it'll work. Nobody's going to say that. I don't think. Maybe. But I don't think. So I think we all agree the Most High has a perfect system that his kingdom is up on the earth now, and, and he's working through people. And it's about Israel, the true Israelites, coming out of the place of their bondage. It's just like Pastor Chris said, no man gained his full humanity in the place where he was once a slave. I, I agree with him. So we have talked about an extra sh exiting on this show, and uh, but tonight uh, I'm hoping we can stick. You know, we, we're doing a great job. We're not venturing off anything, but I would like to answer this question: What should we do to this system? Yes, it's broken. Yes, it's fallen. But like I said earlier, there's a lot of things we have gotten out of this system. Yes, we have. It's just not what we need. We need, I'd say we need 100, 100, 100 things. It may have given us 35 or maybe even 25. Okay? We're not treated. I heard somebody say we're treated like we were in the 20s. No, we're not. They're hanging, true, but they weren't hanging like they was was back then. You couldn't even look a white man in the eye. You have to laugh in a laughing can. Black and white fountains, black and white theaters, black and white this, black and white. We don't have that anymore. Matter of fact, it's so much changed that our young people literally don't even think there's racism. Are they stupid, dumb, crazy? No, they're saying that because it wasn't like it was in the 20s. There is a big difference. Y'all people listen to us. There is a big difference, but it's nowhere near what it needs to be. We're still treated as second-class citizens in, in a lot of ways, but in some ways we're not. Interracial marriages don't mean you can't be racist. We know that, but there is a. There used to be a day if we even looked at a white woman, they would kill us. Interracial marriages are almost about the top of regular marriages, black on black marriage, white on white marriages. So there has been some changes. Is it healthy? That's the debate. Anyway, folks will be back again. You listen to the Five Six Seven Network, brother moderator. You okay with the break? I guess I should ask you first and foremost, brother John Clark. Sorry about that. I was muted. Yeah, let's go ahead and take that break. Okay, folks, we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be right back. Again, you're tuned to the Five Six Seven Network, and we're just talking about this very complicated topic. You know, a lot of people are on the fence with regards to. Uh, standing up and fighting for our rights, we just we, we're we're divided. We had guests on that was on the fence for one reason, and then there's other people on the fence for other reasons. And I just want to make sure tonight we're all saying the same thing with one trumpet, one voice. All right. So let's just take a little short break, and again we'll be back. Uh, really appreciate your time and, and, and efforts tonight. Those of you in the chat room, 
type your question. We'll get to them as soon as possible. Those of you on the phone line with questions, press 1. We'll come to you after the break. Again, folks, very important show tonight because, again, we have a lot of 
believers, Christians, followers of Christ, uh, that simply is on the fence with regards to getting involved with the political process. It's a lot of people that's just not out there. And a lot of people are just simply scared. A lot of people are, let me just say what I want to say. A lot of people really just don't know what to do. They just don't know. They would do it if they knew. So when you got guests like the guests we've had in the last two weeks, you know, that's saying we're in Christ and our battle is not in the natural realm, which we know that, but we live in the natural realm. We, there is a battle in the spiritual realm. We know that. That's the that's the battle. But we do have responsibilities in the natural realm. So tonight we got some brothers on that understand that, and they're saying what is our obligation, our assignment, our role in the natural realm. As believers, and some even going a step further and saying, as the people of the Most High, as Israel, what is our obligation to this wicked system? We believe it's wicked. What? How far do we go? So as we return from the break, I'm going to open up everybody's line. And uh, Pastor Chris, your line is now open. Uh, again, keep the noise down. Uh, moderator, your line is now open. And again, guests. Brother Malachi, yeah, your line is now open. Folks, remember you have to call the show before 10 o'clock. Uh, after 10, we don't, we don't plan on rolling over that much tonight because we're going to wrap up at 10. I may have final words, which may take us over a few minutes, but we're going to try to wrap the show up in, in about 20 minutes. So if you want to continue listening after 10 to those little few minutes, you have to call the phone number, 914-205-5590. Just look at, look at your little thing I sent there sent you, and you should see that number, 914-205-5590. It's on that promo page. So again, we thank you for tuning into the show tonight. It's a surprise topic. It's no longer a surprise. Of course, we got the one and only uh, brother, um, Apostle Malachi P.L. Reynolds from uh, Los Angeles, Israelites of Fort Worth on the line. Y'all check him out. Go listen to some of his audios, uh, videos online. And um, Brother Moderator, it's in your hands. Well, what I'd like to do is uh, uh, see if uh, Apostle Malachi Yah wanted to go ahead and, and add anything. I know I've stated more than I normally would have intended to have stated, but I did want to add clarity to a couple of the uh, statements that were made. Uh, I would like to give him some additional time, assuming that he wants time to further um, uh, explain his approach, uh, Pastor. I mean, Apostle. Yes. Well, yeah. Like, uh, did you, you know. Did you want to? Did you did you want to kind of extend that out? Get 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 a little bit more information into the ears of the people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I just want to. Uh, my purpose of bringing out the uh, lesson uh, this past Saturday, uh, the Shabbat. Uh, uh, the Sabbath uh, was just to give a biblical point of view about what justice is and uh, who we should be seeking justice from and that the God of the Bible has always been on the side of the oppressed. He's always been on the side of the oppressed and throughout history he has always been invoked by the people uh, 
to 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 bring justice to an unjust system. And uh, I, so I, my, my my mission and purpose was just to uh, uh, bring out a, a biblical biblical pers- uh, perspective of, of what justice is, and uh, what we should do, what we should do. Uh, 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 what we should do is that we should boycott the system, defund the system, uh, and just like uh, I am a registered Republican, and I'm a registered Republican because uh, 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 they believe in uh, I'm a property owner. Uh, uh, they believe in uh, low property taxes. Uh, they believe in uh, uh, they are against abortion. So I'm against abortion. I believe abortion is murder. Uh, they are. Uh, they believe the Bible should be taught. They believe prayer should be in the schools and things like uh, that nature. Uh, but at the same time, uh, and, and yes, I am a voter. I do vote. Most Israelites don't vote, but I do vote, and I do protest, and I do believe that we should defund the police. And and here's what they mean when they said defund the police. Uh, during the 90s, uh, Democrats, along with the Republicans, yes, Democrats, they voted. And including the correct, the correct, the uh, con- congressional black caucus voted, police be militarized. So a lot of the money that they was getting, they was getting that money to militarize themselves against a civilian population. So when they said defund the police, we want to defund them from uh, continuing to militarize themselves because militarizing yourself to uh, police a uh, civilized population, uh, I mean, not a civilized population, but a civilian population, that right there is a, a human rights abuse. So that's what that's what we mean, and that's what I mean when I say what we can do against the system is to boycott the system or defund the system where they won't continue to use this excessive behavior towards us. And I do vote, and I believe we should vote uh, our values vote our morals and values in the system. So I'm not saying that we shouldn't uh, uh, do anything in the system. And I do believe that we should vote people, uh, positions uh, who represents our values and our morals. But at the same time, we shouldn't put our faith in the system because anything that is of mankind is prone to errors. We should do as our forefathers have done and that is to invoke the Elohim or the God of justice of the Bible, who's always been on the side of the oppressors. Uh, at my ministry, we have a, a group called the uh, Liberation Theology Center uh, and Scriptural Activism. Uh, we do discuss these issues, and we do go out in the community uh, and do uh, 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 community activism as well. Uh, and you can reach us at 800-592-8213. That's 800-592-8213, and we have uh, services at uh, 2809 Ryler Boulevard, Fort Worth, Texas, 2809 Ryler Boulevard, Fort Worth, Texas. You can look for our Facebook pages, Facebook page, excuse me, at Lost Found Israelites, Found Israelites, for the Facebook page for the message, the same message with the same scriptures I was quoting, you you will find that on the YouTube channel called Yah's Justice, or on the Facebook Live on the timeline. You will find where I was where I'm teaching that message. Uh, so that's all I wanted to say. That you know we should keep a foot 
in the system and a foot off the system. Yes, we should vote, and yes, we should boycott the system. Thank you. Excellent. And Excellent. if I could if I, but, but, uh, moderate, if I could say something really quickly here about Pastor Malachi. If I may, Brother Seth, I'm just going to step off for just a few moments, um, maybe about two minutes, and then I'll be right back. So go ahead. Okay. Well, with regards to uh, Pastor Malachi, Pastor Malachi, uh, y'all, I just want to say, everybody, the reason why I invite him on the show is he has probably never missed the show. I don't know the show he's missed since he's been listening. So uh, if he has, it's been very few. And I appreciate his devotion. That's one reason I have him on, because he's so devoted. But another reason I have him on is he's not a really huge ministry, but this brother goes on the streets. And he talks to some of the some of the some some of our people that some of y'all will be afraid to talk to, because he's, again, on the streets everywhere in Fort Worth. Fort Worth is a little rough town, y'all. In some, in some spots, it can be very, very rough. And this brother's fearless. And he is very busy, man. Kind of like Pastor Chris, uh, been, been, been out there, same thing, working, working. These people, that's why I have them on the show, because they're, they're not just talkers, they're doers of the word. And I really appreciate him. I just want him to know that I really appreciate his labor of love. Uh, uh, I want to go to uh, uh, Pastor Chris. We haven't heard from him in a while. He's going to have a lot of trouble with his phone. Uh, but Pastor Chris, if he, if he, uh, uh, if you, if you have, if you want to, that is, any words, uh, any comments on what you said. Remember, coming from the breakout, I put the question out there: What, sh- what should our people be doing? If you know, I understand the system is wicked. We understand no matter what, we're not going to overthrow it. We understand that the foundation of this whole American system is. Um, white supremacist empire. We understand it. We understand, we understand. But what should we be doing as believers? We know that the kingdom is at hand and the Father is doing his work within the earth as well. But in the meantime, what should we be doing practically speaking? Let's not be like our previous guest that was, again, so much in the spirit. And they say they was in the spirit, but I don't think, I think any time you're in the spirit like they say, I really believe that it's going uh, it's going to translate into something tangible. You show me something that happened in the uh, in the scriptures where people got something in the spirit. I'll show you what they did in the natural. So, what should we do in the natural, brother? Uh, pretty much, it, it's been discussed already. But I'll just repeat. Uh, you know, one thing we do have to vote. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of gerrymandering, and you know what I mean to split the split our vote. But in areas where we have the majority, we need to make sure we get out and vote and have a representative for us. I think, too, um, we need to have uh, well-funded political action committees because, you know, in politics in this country, uh, you, gotta, you, you, you can't come to a politician with an empty hand. You know, you have to have something that you can – in other words, they, they get money from whoever will give it to them. But if they were only got money from us or the majority of their money from us, then they would be more responsible to us. You know, black politicians are put in a bad way. You know, we put them up there to do certain things, but um, then everybody else is coming with them. This company, that company, this corporation is coming at them with money, and they have, they want to get reelected, so they have to take the money. But when you take the money, you're beholden to them. <laughs> And what I'm saying is the people, we very rarely put enough money behind a candidate so they would be beholden to us, um, you know, and, and so we need to vote. But we also need to be looking at uh, doing for self also. 
establishing our own schools, uh, our own businesses, so that, you know, that's one way to get out of the system is to have another system of black businesses that we can support. And, you know, I noticed at least in Fort Worth, you know, a lot of, you know, I'm I'm finding out there were, there are a lot of black businesses that I didn't even know existed until a couple of weeks ago. And I applaud the brothers and sisters who are making sure that they put out, you know, black businesses so we have nowhere to go to spend our money. And I believe in boycotts. I believe in marches. Uh, you know, I'm a little old now, so I'm I'm not getting out there and marching, you know. <laughs> but but anything, you know, I can do to support uh, people protesting, I do. Um, you know, so th- that that's the only points I had. Just 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 establishing our own voting when it when you know voting to make our voices heard and. If we're going to be in the system, we have to have political action committees that can give money, substantial money, to uh, candidates that are going to look out for our best interests. Very good, very good. I think we have our moderator back, but really quick for our general Doug John, we get final comments from everybody. I just want to say, again, everybody, I really thank you all for tuning into tonight's show. I hope you all heard some answers. One of the goals was to answer the question, what should we be doing? I mean, we got some response. We, we don't want to be social irresponsible. The Most High put all his power in us. He has his, his Holy Spirit in us, that Ruach HaKadosh. And uh, we're supposed to be doing something with all this dunamis, all this power inside of us, folks. I just don't I don't believe, you know, uh, again, like not throwing our previous guests on the bus, but I just don't believe we just sit back and just pray. Prayer is powerful. Um Prayer is powerful, but folks, we have got to, got to, got to take, because we're nothing more than vessels, and we house the power of the Most High inside of us. I just don't believe we're supposed to be somewhere inactive in this system. We are the people that could be different, well, put in these seats, okay? Well, so we in, in in these powerful, powerful seats, we can do some things. Yes, we got to sleep with the enemy, so to speak. And then we may not have to sleep with anyway. Maybe we can just bust up in there and do what we're supposed to do. Maybe if they get rid of us or some of us may even have to die, so be it. But we have the power. There's no way in the world we have the Ruach HaKadosh inside of us and we're not supposed to be making laws. Yes, they may strike them off the book years later, but we can do something. I just don't think that all the... It's really weird. The most powerful people are on the sideline, the most impowerful people, the most people led of Satan, which I don't think he has the power everybody give him. They're running things. I just don't believe that the Bible talk about the righteous ruling. And I keep hearing the noise, keep hearing everybody breathe or something. Y'all remember these lines are sensitive, y'all. We can hear everything. We just got to remember that. It's a lot of noise on the line tonight. But uh, again, folks, uh, we're wrapping up the show Again, I really appreciate y'all tuning into the show tonight. Brother Murray did a good, great job. The callers, Brother Malachi, thank you for tuning in. I know you had something earlier you had to do, but you just held on to the uh, end here. But, folks, you did. we did meet our goal. Our goal was to let you know that, yes, we are Israel. Yes, we are the church. But we are also to be responsible. You heard Brother Malachi. You heard Pastor Chris talking about voting. You heard him talking about uh, uh, boycotting, uh, doing some activities with your money, taking that whole that Holy Spirit and Ruach uh, Hakodesh, uh, and and as they say, economic boycotts, uh, supporting our own. All this 
righteousness is a part of the Most High's uh, plan, too. We're not supposed to be strengthening these evil ones with our dollars. So that's a part of it. But I would even add calling congressman and saying, hey, listen, we see with you how you're, you're quiet about this police brutality. We, we're going to remember you when it comes time when November comes around or when, it vote, when it's time to vote. You know, if we say that with large amount of people backing us, that'll scare the hell out of them, so to speak. That will scare them. They will act right. These politicians don't want to lose these races. And if they know you have numbers, they'll listen. That's what the whole marching is all about. Because if we just make a phone call, they just think, well, it's just you. I ain't going to do what you say. But if you sit up there with, 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 with a minute of a black live uh, uh, audience and you on the, got the microphone and you say, we are as a united front demanding this, it don't have to be Black Lives Matter, just a march. So marching has its place, like uh, like the like the guest said. It, it does. It's a rebuke. It's a rebuke, and it will, that rebuke will scare the politicians. Some of them into acting, doing what's right. So that's my two cents. Uh, Mar- Brother Mara, you're back. Go ahead and take over, and we can get final comments. Well, let's go ahead and just move to those final comments. Um, we have let's see here, nine minutes. Nine minutes. So. Um, uh, Apostle Malachi, yeah. Final comments. Is he on the yes. line? Yes. Uh, yes, I'm still on the line. Uh, I just want to encourage our brothers and sisters. I just, I just want to encourage our brothers and sisters. Um, I think it would be um, uh, incomplete without letting our people know that that. Um, that uh, the Most High, that God, our Elohim, that he is concerned about our well-being. And and because he is concerned about what we are going through, as he was with our forefathers in Egypt, when he heard their cry, if, if, if this government don't hear our cry, well, be encouraged, because there is a God that that hears the cry of the oppressed right. and whose throne is established on righteousness and injustice. I just want to get one scripture. I just want to get one scripture from uh, the lesson that I brought out, and I'm going to be as swift as possible from Psalms 89. Uh, Sixth verse uh, For who is in the heaven Can be compared unto the most high Who among the sons of the mighty Can be likened unto the most high uh, That's Psalms 89 and 6 Who in heaven can be compared to the most high In other words uh, uh, Who in the earth can give us justice Like the most high Who in the earth can give us justice Do justice like the most high. So I just want to encourage my brothers and sisters out there. You, you stay encouraged. Yes, we should petition the system and we should always speak truth to power. We should always speak truth to power. If you would like to reach out to Lost Found Israelites Ministry, you can reach out to us via Facebook or at 800-592-8213. Thank you. Love y'all. Very well. Apostle Malachi, Yah, thank you for coming on. Folks, if you want to see the message that he delivered to kind of uh, what spawned this given conversation. You can uh, just go back, listen to the recording. He gives you exactly where that is. 
on uh, his Facebook page. Um, Pastor Chris, uh, any parting words? Yes, just just a few. Uh, I also wanted to kind of key in on what Apostle Malachi said. Um, you know, things may be looking sad, bad for us, but, you know, we come from the strongest people that God created. No one, no one would have been able to take the slavery that we 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 faced and we we came through. Other right. other people were killed. You know, they came to get us in Africa because the indigenous people over here they just worked them to death. So they thought about, oh, let's go to Africa and get those people, and they did, and we were able to survive, and we are survivors. And even though right. things may not be looking very positive now. You know, the end of this story has already been written. It's already been spoken by the Most High. And in the end, he's, you know, Yeshua told us, when you see these things begin to happen, to look up right. because your redemption is not. And we got to hold on to that. You know, just remember, in the end, that we will be standing in the winner's circle. And it may not look that way now, but when God says something, it, it means something. His word will not return right. to him void. So we just need to stand strong and, and just read, you know, in Luke and Matthew, what Yeshua said, the end times would look like. But he told right. us to say, you look up because, you know, the world is going to be in turmoil, but that means I'm coming back and you need to look for me because when I come back, I'm going to straighten all this out. That's just a word of encouragement to keep us on the struggle, to keep us under God's care because the end of the story has already been written. Thank you. That's what's up. Thank you, uh, Pastor Chris. Thank you. So, yeah, um, yeah. folks, I, I've already said quite a bit, so I'm not going to go on and and uh, belabor the point. I think that it's important that each person follows the direction of their own heart, no matter whether you choose to not vote at all or whether you want to go and do a vote drive, whatever the case may be. Um, we are all going to be looking to accomplish that which the Most High tells us to do as opposed to someone else who is looking to follow and and not accomplish the goals and tasks that the Most High has for them. So each person has to be responsible in their own heart, whether they're being compliant or not compliant with what the Most High has told them, what has been revealed to them through Scripture or otherwise. With that being said, I will put these final moments in your hand, Brother Seth, and you can uh, take it on out. Well, I want to thank everybody again for tuning in to a very, very exciting show. Don't hang up here, everybody, though. Got a very powerful song. You know, I always put a lot into the first and last song. But, folks, listen, tonight the goal was very simple. A lot of people are on the fence, a lot of good people with a lot of energy, and they want to know what's right, and they want to do what's right. Well, you've heard different people. You know, we've been talking about where is the church, where is the church. And this this mysterious, mysterious, mysterious topic tonight with our brother, Apostle Malachi Pierre Reynolds, he did a, um, a teaching on this, and, and, and it was a good teaching, so I thought I would bring him on to kind of share different parts of his speech. And um, tonight the goal was very simple to give many of our brothers and sisters who listen to this show but just don't know what to do. They're not lazy. They're not rebellious. They just they, they just don't know what to do. 
lot of saints are on the fence. Well, now you've gotten some tools. Yes, we know Israel. Even if you don't know that, you still got some tools. If you're righteous, there is something to do in this natural system. The brothers just made it very clear tonight. We don't trust the system. We don't we don't put all our marbles in the system. We don't feel like the system got all the solutions. And uh, we just believe that the Most High has the ultimate blueprint for us and that he is working on a plan right now. He has people everywhere with that Aruach HaKadosh, or the Holy Spirit, that is building, building. And one day his kingdom is going to be a tangible kingdom to be seen by the world. But in the meantime, Satan has built a kingdom, and that kingdom is, like Brother John said, it's everywhere. No matter where you go, it's, it, it's there. But so is also the kingdom of the Most High. So you can be safe wherever the Father have you go. Let me just put it like that. That's a safe way to say that. So in the meantime, in the natural realm, there's things to do where we won't be socially iris, uh, socially irresponsible. You can vote. You can target your money. You can write letters. You can. The, 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 this is when you have to work with masses. You can't get be a part of big organizations that are making demands on government. There's nothing wrong with that, folks. Just know that that is not the ultimate solution. That's not going to bring this utopia everybody thinks that America can be. That's where we draw the line. We don't feel like it's going to bring the kind of peace a lot of people think. But we are not irresponsibly, irresponsible socially. We do believe in getting involved. You heard Brother Malachi very clear, clear say, I am registered to vote. And he was very much on what is going on with the political process, and that's what we're supposed to be, you know. Um, so, anyway, I think we did very good. This was a very good show to answer the question. Should not should we be involved in the natural, fleshly, limited, evil, might I add, system in this world, in this country? Yes. Yes, yes, we have the Most High inside of us. We have His power inside of us. Of course, He wants us busy in this system. He just don't want us relying on it. I love every single one of you, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. See you next week. Good night. Yeah.